Shalom, I'm Yoni, and you're listening to Kabbalah Pod. Shalom Aleichem. We're discussing the Sephiros and the Unification Dominations during the counting of the Omer. As we count the Halakha wheat harvest to separate between Pesach and Shavuos, we have the spiritual end too, which is where we need to work on ourselves to be ready to receive Torah. And that is the purpose of counting the Omer from a uh, Kabbalistic concept. We can just do the count or we can do the count and learn. And when we do the count and learn, we learn how to improve ourselves. We learn Musar. We learn Tikkun Olam. And we go forward from there. And this week, this week is a special week indeed. This week is the week of Hod. The week of humility. We've gone now. This is our fifth week. We have gone and made it through so many connections. We have explored Chesed. Week one, we've explored Gevara. Week two, we've explored Tiferes. Week three, we've explored Neschak. Week four, which leads us to this point of humility because we've had a humble connection in each week. But until we can make it through love and discipline and beauty and endurance, how can we get to the concept of humility? Because humility requires every one of those things just for its primal existence. So, we've discussed a lot. Endurance. Neschak, last week. That is the engine. Okay? That's the engine to life. And humility hood is the fuel. Just as Gavara helps focus chesed, hod helps focus focus neschak. Humility, it's silent, it's small, but it's splendorous. Sometimes it yields, sometimes it doesn't yield. Humility is modesty. It's from the root hada'a, which is acknowledgement, saying thank you to God. That's pretty cool. Endurance needs humility. Everything needs humility. So, that's something we need to consider. To use a um, metaphor from Simon Jacobson, a cup cannot be filled. When you're filled with yourself, when you're all about yourself, I nothing else. When it's just your ego, there's no room for anything else. But if you empty yourself, if you become humble to that which is greater than you, Hashem, you allow in more than your limited capacity. So what does that mean? Humility is the essence. It is the key. It is the requirement of transcendence where we go beyond ourselves and we'll never really have total objectivity without that humility. Sometimes it's a healthy shame that we could be better and we should expect more of ourselves. Is that okay? Yes, yes. If I make a mistake, ah, I made that mistake. I'm upset about this mistake. All right, I'll move on because if I just live in that shame, if I just live in my past, does it really do any good? No, no. We can allow that moment to motivate us to do better. 
but we cannot allow the shame to bog us down. That's why it's healthy shame. It's not all shame, it's healthy shame. So, is humility active or passive? Many people are very passive about humility and perhaps that's the struggle. It's active, we need to actively assert, actively practice, actively implement humility every day. It is not a state of existence. It's an interaction. Interaction. It is a, um, even in times of common inaction, it is our holding true point. So, chesed, shabahod. Healthy humility, unhealthy humility. What's the difference? Love. Our healthy humility is based on love and our unhealthy humility has no love. If there is humility without love, it's demoralizing and shameful. And that's not what we want. We need it. It is the essence. We need it to have chesed. We need it to have that kind love. The kind love. That's where we get harachimam, the compassion, rachimim. We need that kindness we need that love within our humility so that we're not bogged down with low self-esteem which is unloving but it allows us to rise above ourselves and love another that is essential and that is so easy to miss people think being humble can mean being ashamed but it's not that's a humility without love true humility that really elevates that rectifies, unifies, is one based off of love. Gavara, Shabahod. Again, there's balance. Humility needs discipline. It needs to be focused. That's the question that we need to consider. That's why I talked about in last week's parable. When do we know that it's a sign from the heavens to move on? And when do we know that it's a test from God to stand strong? Hod, humility. When should my humility cause me to move on and compromise and when not? How do I stand strong when I need to? How do I remain silent neutral? The Gavara Shabahod. Humility has to include respect and awe for the person, the experience, the essence that you stand humble before. Are we humble before other humans? Yes. Are we humble before moments and experiences? Yes. But truly, most of all, we are humble before Hashem. If we're humble before Hashem, then we'll know. Then we'll connect. And that's that's part of that faith aspect. Knowing that God knows the best for us and that He'll somehow communicate it to us. That is the challenge, is it not? Unifying Chesed Gavara is Tiferes. Tiferes Shabachod. So, what is this? We've talked about beauty versus compassion and truly when we're discussing the Omer and how it reflects on our own life. Compassion is beauty. So how is our humility compassionate? When we're studying these Sephiroth and unifications, there's a couple ways we can do it. And we've got three different types of wisdom We've got Bina, we've got Chachma, we've got Da'as. And so, there are also three ways of expressing wisdom. We can hear something, 
We can hear and feel something. And then we can hear, feel, and do something. There it is. Hearing is not enough. Hearing and feeling is not enough. Truly it's the action that is the full expression. That is the full connection on wisdom. So our humility is it allowing ourselves to be empathetic and beautiful and balanced? Or is it awkward and antisocial? This one's hard for me in particular because I'm relatively antisocial. I am very um not an extrovert, I'm an introvert. I, I like doing things on my own and being I enjoy my quiet time, I enjoy quiet moments. But we have to recognize that there must be balance and harmony. And despite me having an, an intrinsic trend, despite me having a be by myself trend, I have to make sure that I'm connected to others and I'm not antisocial. Yes, I can make I can be my who I am that God made me to be and be introspective and enjoy my quiet time. But I also am part of the human race, part of humankind, and I have to be connected to that community. That's part of compassion. How can we express compassionate humility if we're not around people to be compassionately humble for? So humility brings compassion and compassion can bring humility. And we can utilize the two to balance one another. And I'm not feeling humble, be compassionate. If I'm not feeling compassionate, be humble. That's beautiful. But that requires community. That requires community. There's no other way around that. Neschach, Shabahod. The endurance, the strength, the eternity of our humility. Can my humility withstand challenges? Do I, am I flaky or do I stand strong? Humility. Um, what's another component of humility? Another component of humility is modesty. Sneas. That's a way of life, not a way of dress. And it should not cause us to feel weak and insecure. It causes us to be humble, right? Right? If, I, if I'm dressed pro, a certain way, if I'm not showing things, it's not out of insecurity. It's out of my humility. It's out of strength, not weakness. How I dress, how I live, sneas in connection to Hod. That humility, it's not a doormat. It's not me being walked over. It's me having strength. And if somebody perceives it as a weakness, if somebody tries to take advantage of me, that's where I need the endurance. And you say, no. I'll be humble, yes, but you'll not abuse me. I'll be observant, yes, but you'll not take it to your advantage. Hod, Shabahod. So, these ones are always fun. What's the humility of humility? Amazing question, right? If we have humility and modesty in our hearts, how conscious are we about it? And that actually brings me to a small segue on what Robert Dober Cohen points out. He doesn't like the word from. He hates from. He doesn't like the word religious. He hates that. What instead is CJO, consciously and joyously observant. You take it a step further, consciously and joyously observant of Torah and Halakha. That is essential right here with Hod. 
this consciousness? Are we consciously aware of our humility and modesty? We're not trying to mask it and protect it with aggressive behavior. We're not trying to hide it. We're not trying to be fearful. We, well, how, how do we build this, right? How do you build something? If you want to learn how to be a better chess player, what do you do? You lose. What? Right? I thought by winning, no. You lose. Because here's why. Practice does not make perfect. Everybody says practice makes perfect, and it is not true. Only perfect practice makes perfect. Because if I practice a mistake 50 times, I'm going to learn how to make a mistake 50 times. So how does this tie in with losing? That's an excellent question, because it's not, not a mistake. It depends on who you lose to. Sometimes it's what you know, and sometimes it's who you know. We have to have that balance. Lose to people that are better at chess than you. If you can win, great. But if you play people who are better at chess than you more often than not, it'll be a losing game for you. And that is essential because then that is how you learn to improve your craft. That's how you learn to be a better chess player. Because if you only win by being, playing people weaker than you, what do you learn? What do you gain? Nothing. That's why you always strive for more. In the same way with Hod Shabahod, when we want to refine ourselves, when we want to improve in our humility, how do we cultivate it? We don't look at people who are not as humble as we are or less humble. We look for people who are greater than we are. We look for the Zadik. Because then that shows us how much more we have to grow and it can motivate us to make that growth. What else is important with Hod Shabahod? Being genuine. It analyzes it, right? Ow. Each week we talk about this. Well, how genuine is this component? How genuine is this expression? How genuine is our humility? That's where we have Hoja Behold. We look for genuineness. Is our humility truly humble? Or is it a way to express arrogance? Do I take too much pride in being humble? Do I flaunt it? Or is it genuine? And what's the purpose of this? A reminder. Just be humble for its own sake. Don't be humble to lift yourself up, to build yourself, or to reassure yourself. Be humble, because that's what you're supposed to do. Yesod Shabahod. Humility, we've discussed this already, the essence, the requirements for community. And that's where we get Yesod, we get these bonding, we get these connections, we get these relationships. Yesod Shabahod shows us that we cannot do this in isolation, and it cannot be a lonely experience. We need deep bonding and commitment. We need that strength to show humility and to develop that humility. Humility without relationship brings us nowhere. It doesn't bring us close. It doesn't build us up. It helps nobody. We're meant for communion with each other. We're meant for community with each other. We're meant to live unified as a tribe, not an individual. And that is essential. And that's required in order for us to truly have that success is that bonding. And then Malchus Shabachod. Malchus Shabachod, what do we have with it? We have that dignity, that kingly essence. And what is that? To walk humble is to walk tall, Simon Jacobson says. Dignity is essential to humility and modesty. 
Humility is majestic and aristocratic. Right? It can be. Right? It cannot be. And that's why we need this reminder. Because there's always that potential to drag us down. But we can't surrender to being drugged down. We have to surrender to being built up and lifted up. And we get that by being dignified. Being full of life. Vibrant. Taking it the next step. Thank you for joining me on this week's conversation. Have a question or topic idea? We'd love your input and ideas. Send us a tweet, message Yidbrek on Facebook, or leave us a voicemail in the Anchor app. Not on social media? That's okay. Send us your ideas at yidbrek.com slash kabbalah. Be a monthly supporter on Anchor FM or by visiting yidbrek.com slash donate. You can also show your support by purchasing my custom-made Kabbalah bracelets or Yiddish artisan beard balm at yidbrek.com slash store. This podcast is a project of Yidbrek, building Jewish bridges. Learn more at yidbrick.com slash Kabbalah.